welcome back to another episode of Inherently Lazy, the creative support show where we cover an array of topics and solicit comments, advice, and questions from the audience to help build up each other's projects and make our dreams come true. I am your host, Austin Killian, and today's topic is audience engagement. But before we dive into that, let's reminisce on the week. I hope you guys had a fantastic week. I know that I did. Uh, it was it was it was a pretty good week. We had a couple of streams, like I normally do every single week, on Twitch.tv slash Finley Ghost and YouTube.com slash Finley Ghost or something like that. I don't even really know. And I played Stardew Valley. The first stream was again probably like a pretty stagnant one with one viewer. But the second stream we had a couple of different viewers and five unique viewers you know things have been stagnant since the beginning of it but i think uh i think i might have nailed down my problem of why why we haven't been able to build up more more people and and this kind of goes back to my past experiences and i don't know why i didn't think of this before but i've been kind of creating myself or uh, i don't know establishing myself as a variety streamer which is very hard to do when you're just starting out people like consistency when it comes to uh the 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 streamer they like to see that they play the same kind of game over and over and over again because i mean let's face it they came to that game to see it be played and hopefully by a good streamer so if i stick to a game i think that i will be able to see a little bit more growth and obviously in past experiences as a streamer um, and this is kind of like my right my rebirth, I guess, into this whole medium, I suppose. In my past experiences, I've I've gained a lot more success by just sticking to something. I think when we were doing white and pasty back in the day, we streamed an, a game called Agario, which is super simple. You're just like a blob that eats up other people that are playing their other blobs, and the more people you eat up, the bigger you get, and that's pretty much the whole gist. And it was a pretty good game, and a lot of people came and watched it. We would get a lot of concurrent viewers with that game. After a while, we had to stop it, but man, we stuck with that game for a long time, and we got a lot of growth out of that. So I don't know why I stopped doing that, and I'm definitely going to be going with it with Stardew Valley for a while, I think, and really just try to establish myself as a Stardew Valley streamer for a little while because that game still has popularity, but it's not too popular to to be lost in the shuffle. So anyway, so a couple of streams and I think I think we're going to be seeing some growth as long as I'm, I, I keep that consistency. And then uh, me and my brother have been talking about an idea that I'm not quite ready to share yet, but next year I might talk about it a little bit more on the show, and I'm excited about it, and I hope that it, it pans out in the way that I think that it will, that it'll be a lot of fun between the two of us, and I'm, I'm hoping that it'll provide some sweet creative content for you guys to, I don't know, just enjoy and, and hopefully... I don't know, just hopefully we see some success out of it, at least with just having a lot of fun. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. That's something that I started doing with my brother this week, just scheming about it. And then also, it's kind of too late, but if you guys follow me on at uh, on Instagram, at Austin L. Killian, you probably saw some no shave, not necessarily no shave November, but Movember, mustache November. I don't really understand it. I didn't know that it was necessarily a thing until this year, but some people like to grow a mustache. And uh, I had been growing my beard for a couple of months for this special occasion. Us as the devs at our company, we decided to 
kind of partake in this little uh, little thing, and we 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 all got those sweet mustaches. One one in particular, still working on the mustache. Me me and the uh, me and my other coworker Zach, we we had been growing the beard, and we got the mustache right from the get go. And he's just gonna keep growing out the rest of his facial hair to even out with the mustache. But me. I was only able to keep the mustache for about a day, and uh, <laughs> it's just because my wife really hates it. So I don't want to make her unhappy for too long. Otherwise, I'm gonna lose a wife. So I uh, I I definitely got rid of that after about a day. But it was a lot of fun to have, and I also had friendly mutton chops for a day. So I I have pictures, and actually no, did I even have pictures of the mustache? I don't know. My profile picture is with the mustache, so it doesn't really matter. But the friendly mutton chops, I have pictures. I'll probably, I need to post that somewhere. I need to, I need to keep it. Oh, no, I did post it. I did post it, I think, on my, oh, yeah, anyway, friendly mutton chops, good stuff. Anyway, so that was pretty much my week. <laughs> I I enjoyed it. I had a lot. Of, oh, actually, I guess today I got, I got a new sweater. Or a sweatshirt, I don't know what to call it, and a long sleeve shirt and some gloves because it's cold outside, and I'm really excited about that. It's a good looking sweatshirt, and we uh, we we just had a good day, and I got some comics too. There's a comic run, like a limited run called Space Bandits, and it was supposed to only run for about five issues, and it finally finished up, and I picked that up, and I'm excited to read that. It's like a, it's it it started out as kind of like a like I don't know with an 80s aesthetic, but in space. And it was supposed to be just kind of like an 80s style space heist thing. And then the a couple of ladies totally get burnt from their crews and significant other. And they end up going to jail. And the rest of this, the run is them seeking revenge on those people. So it's been super cool to read. It's by Mark Miller. And I've, I've enjoyed the art. I've enjoyed the writing. And I'm excited to finish it up and put it to a close. Anyway, so that was my week. And uh, again, if you guys if you guys want to talk about your week, you, you could always write into inherently lazy podcast at gmail.com. Let's go ahead and report on the, this past week's goal that I made for myself. Now, last week, if you followed in episode six, I made a goal to go to Planet Fitness, to go to the gym three times. And I almost recorded this episode yesterday like I normally do and was going to share my disappointment in only going two times, but I decided to just delay the episode one more day, and I went this morning to round it out to three times, and I'm so excited that I (laughs) I accomplished that goal. I had to delay this episode just a little bit to accommodate that, but I, hey, I accomplished a goal, and I'm excited about that, and it makes me feel good, too, because I kind of ate a little bit more than I should have this week, but I was able to maintain my week or sorry, maintain my weight and also lose a little bit because I went to the gym and I'm excited about that. And I I think it's helped me as well with just kind of my mind. I had a little bit more enthusiasm to do some stuff around the house. So that was really good. But I think it helps. I think exercise really does just help. And obviously it's there's science behind it and all that stuff. But I won't go into that mainly because I don't understand it. But it really does help just increase your energy levels it helps you sleep it helps your mind it helps your creativity i think in the long run and and i don't know i just i'm really i I was really excited about it and i'm gonna try to keep it as a, a habit for the rest of the week 
or for the, I don't know, for the next few weeks at least, especially coming up to Thanksgiving. Holy smokes. I'm going to eat like like a, a large garbage monster on Thanksgiving. So I'm going to need to lose as much weight as I possibly can to make up for it. And uh, anyway, so those that that was my goal, and I'm I'm excited that I was to share that I was able to accomplish that. And of course, when you guys make your goals, and if you guys have accomplished them, you guys go go ahead and report on those goals by writing into inherentlylazypodcast at gmail and I will read them, and we will give you that pat on the back that you deserve. Anyway, with all that out of the way, why don't we go ahead and jump into the topic for this week? And from last week, I said that this topic, and also at the top of the episode, I told you that this topic is about audience engagement. And this kind of goes along with the social media topic from episode two, I think, and 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 how we can really open up to our, our audience, to our, our friends that are uh, enjoying the show, to, to, to the people that are coming in and all that stuff, and to really help keep them here and keep them interested in the product that you are releasing. So I guess before I really jump into it, I kind of want to, I guess, put a disclaimer Uh, at the beginning. um, This this topic, I think just the way that my experience has gone with, you know, creating things in the past and throughout my life, this is going to be very targeted, I would say, targeted to YouTubers and podcasters and streamers and stuff like that, because that's really where I've experimented in the past. So you know, I don't know, for those that are, you know, in those mediums, this is going to be very useful for you. For other people, maybe not necessarily as useful, but you could probably apply it somehow if you really dig deep into it. And maybe throughout the topic, I'll be able to apply it to you as well. We'll see. I have no idea. Um, As far as notes go, I don't go really specific into things. I just kind of write in general ideas of what I want to talk about and just kind of go off the cuff from there. So hopefully I can relate to you. But um, anyway, I, I, I think you'll be able to get something out of it regardless. But again, mainly targeted towards YouTubers, podcasters and streamers. So you, your content creator, fantastic. You have a product that you are super passionate about. You love it. You're excited to share it with the world, and you have some people listening, watching, reading, whatever, and you're you're start, starting to cultivate an audience here, which is awesome. Proud of you. Great job. But how do you keep them coming back? Okay, you can get new people all day, but there's not going to be actual growth if you just keep swapping people out, if you're... Well, number one, it probably starts with if your product's not good enough, you know, they're going to be leaving. But maybe your product is good enough, but it's starting to get stale and they start leaving. Then it's just a constant influx of people. How do you keep them coming back? Okay. Now, I put together a list of some ideas with each medium that I talked about at the beginning, streaming, YouTubing, and podcasting, different ideas that you could go with to hopefully keep people engaged to keep them on their toes, to keep things fresh so that they just know that they're going to be getting something just slightly different and slightly fresh and new every single week or, you know, whenever your product goes out. So let's go ahead and start with some streaming ideas. Number one, 
you could always do giveaways. People are always going to come back for giveaways for the shot at winning a game or something, you know, maybe a shirt or a mug or a sticker. I don't know, something cool like that. If you if you have giveaways, a lot of people advise against giveaways because people are only coming just for a free thing. But hey, man, if you're getting people coming in, you know, because there's a giveaway and people coming back because they might have a shot at winning something. Hey, don't knock it, man. You're just running. You're just you're just playing the game. And I have no problem with that. But that's something that you could definitely do to keep people coming in. You could do little competitions. Something that I've done on Finley Ghost for a couple of times now is having like a little doodle competition. And like this last one was drawing your best joker. And and there was one a while ago. I, uh, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Of of drawing your best uh, portrayal of ducks feeding humans because I just thought it was a funny idea. Just like s- stupid stuff like that. Like, hey, a little doodle competition or who has the best like hero pose, like tweet in at, you know, Finley Ghost and 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 share your best hero pose and I'll I'll vote on the best one in the end. That's definitely an idea just having a little competition, friendly competitions between your audience members to keep them engaged with you and with each other and to just kind of create an environment where they feel welcome and feel like there's just some fun to be had between friends. I think that's something big. Obviously, if you're a streamer, you should be chatting with your freaking audience. You should be chatting with them. They should come into the stream and feel like you actually care about them, that you care about their days and their weeks and that you want to be their friends. And when people, I feel like when they think that you 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 care about them enough to see them as a friend and, and actually interact with them, they're going to keep wanting, wanting to come back because who doesn't want to hang out with their friends, you know? So trying to cultivate that kind of environment, I think that's super important, chatting with your audience as much as possible. And that doesn't necessarily go with streams or it doesn't have to go with streams only. Chatting, chatting with people over Instagram and stuff like that. You can you can always chat with your audience and ch- with your fans and just kind of create that open dialogue to keep them, you know, wanting to come back because they just want to talk to their friend, you know. With the streamers again, yeah, you can vote on games to play, right? You can vote on, you know, what game is what game am I going to play next month or week or however you want to do it, you know. That they they have an idea that they are kind of providing your future and that they are kind of a part of the, I don't know, I don't want to say company, but a part of the brand. You know, I'm deciding which game that he's going to play or helping decide which game he's going to play and I'm going to get what I want and it's going to be awesome or hopefully get what you want. And I think that just creates a good environment for people to feel like they're kind of in control of this thing as well. Not completely in control, but that they're, that again, their opinion matters in a way. I think raids are always fun. I think I think people who watch streams love a good raid. You know, picking a a random person, another streamer that you, everyone just raids for a second and comments and gives them a ton of views. I think it creates some unity between your audience and makes makes you look like a very genuine person who just cares about other people as well. I think that's a really good idea. Last thing for streamers coming up with games. For them to play again, that's kind of like a competition thing. But like, I don't know. Like, what are some ideas? I think an idea that I had for streaming that I might implement in the future is just like having this crazy, weird, 
like everyone just spans the chat with random letters, random letters, and then you give them a code that they have to type in. And the first person that types it in, you know, gets recognition or something like that, or, or gets like bragging rights for a couple of streams, or maybe is the mod for your channel for a little bit. I don't know if you could trust the person, obviously. This could also work with the giveaways as well. Now let's move on to some YouTube ideas. I think I this is this is definitely a given with a lot of YouTubers. If you're a YouTuber and you want to get your audience engaged, I think the first thing that any YouTuber thinks of is always mention that if you like this episode or if you have an idea or whatever, leave a comment down below. That's like that's a given for any YouTuber. Leave a comment down below. Right. Or or leave a like if you if you enjoy this episode, just it's super simple. But if you have them leave a comment again, that just kind of creates a forum in a way, you know, kind of like a subreddit, I suppose, where people are literally just they're in the comments. Everyone reads each other's comments. There's some discussion between different fans and they, you know, gain friends. They have a commonality. They enjoy this one YouTuber. You the, you're the YouTuber, they enjoy you, they can talk with each other, they bond over it, they keep reminding each other that that's, you know, how they met or how they are able to bond is through you. So they keep coming back because there's good memories tied uh, tied with, with you and leaving a comment and finding friends. That's like the best thing. Always respond to con or not always like obviously if you're too big, you're not going to be able to. But at the beginning, you should always you should try everything in your power to respond to every single comment on your videos or podcasts or whoever is commenting to you and sending you DMs. If you could share that appreciation with them that that they're commenting in and they're taking time out of their day to share their thoughts with you, you should definitely take time out of your day to talk to them. That'll keep them engaged. That'll keep them thinking that you really care about them. Okay, show, share your appreciation with them. Uh, write in with suggestions. So if you have ideas or if you have things that you're trying to do for your channel and you just don't know exactly how you want to do it, have the audience help you out, you know? Have them write in with suggestions to see how you want to play things in the future and make them get involved, like have them get involved in the future of your project. That kind of goes with the thing that I was talking about with streaming earlier, right? like voting on games to play just have them make have them feel like they have a part in your channel and its growth i think that's super important and then my last thing for youtubing is to solicit themed posts with a specific hashtag so okay my thought behind this if you have them send in some posts with a specific hashtag that's related to your YouTube channel or your YouTube video, that is able to make them feel like they are a part of your growth as well. Again, just kind of shaping your future. They're spreading the word about your YouTube video or your YouTube channel, something like that. They're able to see that. They're able to see your growth. They're able to see that they might have taken part in it, that they're able to spread the word about your show. And it just keeps them feeling, I guess, obligated to, <laughs> this is kind of a weird thing to say, but obligated to keep viewing your show and your channel because you 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 made them feel involved i think that's something that's super useful and impactful for your episode or for your your youtube channel and all that stuff um 
So those are my ideas for YouTube. And then last thing for podcasts, uh, and again, this is just all within the realm of what I've operated in over the past couple of years in the creative space. For podcasts, you could create segments for the audience to write in. You know, that's something that I've been trying to do. And obviously, when this show really starts picking up steam, then that's going to be super useful in the future. And it's definitely going to shape the show and how it works in the future. And that just goes back to making the audience feel like they're shaping your show and your channel and your future. Uh, so, like, for, for example, for this show, for topics, I would love people to write in you know, with their experiences with that topic, or if they have tips on that topic. Uh, I want people to write in about their goals and reporting on them and making them. It's just simple stuff like that. I don't know. I, I feel like it's just more enjoyable for the audience to have something written in and then it, it's read on the show and they're a part of the show. You know, they're a part of hopefully providing some kind of experience for other audience members and, and, and being helpful in that way and also just building a community and everyone's just a part of that community where they can share their lives and share their tips and share their, their experiences with each other. That's super useful and super impactful, I think, for the audience. Again, you could also vote on future topics. I'm definitely going to implement that. I'm going to have polls on future topics. Um, specifically like in the future, if I'm getting some support on Patreon, I would like that to be exclusively on Patreon for Patreon supporters. So they feel like that their money is going towards shaping the future of the show, voting on topics of what people really want to talk about first and foremost. That way I'm not just guessing on what people might want to hear. People will actually hear exactly what they are looking for based on those polls and what the majority of the people are looking for. You can do uh, Patreon perks, right? Go along with Patreon that I was talking about. Patreon perks of extra content for listeners. That is super important. In the future, when I'm getting support, if I'm getting support, I'm hoping that I get support at some point so that I can help make this a full-time job. For people to come into Patreon and to support me with their money and help build this into a real viable product that I can use to to turn into a full-time job. They need to be rewarded, right? They need to be rewarded with their own things. So, so far, you know, and I don't want to get super into it, but on patreon.com slash cherry nuke, so far at the dollar level, you get these exclusive posts, just fun little things that I would like to talk about or to share my show my appreciation for their support. At the $2 level, they get exclusive like voting rights on certain things like on future topics. And they also have uh, first dibs on writing into the show and making sure that their comments are read. And then at the $5 level, everyone gets the show a few days early when I actually record it literally that night, whereas everyone else gets it every Monday. So it's just stuff like that, little rewards, you know, maybe providing exclusive episodes for people in the future. I'd love to do that in the future. I don't have time to do exclusive episodes, but if I'm getting enough support, of course, I'll, I'll take the time to create a specific and exclusive episode just for Patreon supporters. That's definitely a way to get people engaged. You know, to drive people to Patreon in the first place and subscribe to your stuff, 
and 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 receive those perks that that's keeping them engaged for sure they're going to be in it for the long haul because they want to get those perks that's just that's totally the way that's that's i think for content creators i think patreon and something like that is definitely the way to go to really create an immense amount of audience retention i believe and then I've seen this a lot on people's social media, on different creators' social media, having uh, AMAs on Twitter and Instagram, you know, ask me anything. I don't know. I, I, I think it's always cool. I like writing into those and, you know, asking a question for a creator that I really like and they answer the question. It just It definitely makes me want to keep coming back because I really care about the content that they're producing and the fact that they, you know read my question out loud i don't know it just gives me some kind of satisfaction i guess that they that they liked my question enough to read it and it makes me want to just keep coming back to them for sure so i don't know those are the ideas for the specific things that i've done with podcasts and youtubing and uh and streaming you should you should always implement these kind of ideas into your social media as well which goes along with episode two if if you can if you can really get the audience just engaged with you by watching your Instagram stories or reading your Twitter posts and all that stuff, just providing some really good kind of side content on there for them to see into your life, they're gonna keep coming back for sure. Especially if they're following you. It's it's always fun to see like Zachary Levi. I follow him on Instagram and I love seeing the weird random things that he talks about and the, the important things, you know, he has an open dialogue with his struggles with depression and anxiety, and it makes me connected to him. I mean, this is kind of a rehash of episode two with social media, but but that's definitely a way to keep the audience engaged and to keep them coming back and caring about you. So along with all of this, you can have these different ideas and ways to keep your audience engagement and specifically going back to different segments and different you know, parts of your show that you can really have the audience like write in and make them feel like they're a part of everything, you should, you should definitely change that up. You know, you could have the same segments over and over and over again. You can have the same type of content over and over and over again. But if you are doing the exact same thing, eventually things are going to start getting stale. And if you can kind of switch things up, it's definitely really interesting to come back in a new episodes and have a different segment on there and be like, oh, this is kind of an interesting thing that I didn't think about. Yeah, I'll go ahead and write in. Um, there's, a, there's a show that I listen to called Knockback where it's uh, a couple of brothers and they talk about past experiences, just kind of vague topics like the most recent episode that I just listened to is on house parties. And they have these weird little segments in the show like dad jokes that's the section or segment where Dagan just reads a dad joke on 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 the show and it's just super stupid and and tries to make his brother laugh and it's always just really disappointing every time because it's just a really crappy joke but it's it's also kind of funny at the same time because it's just so horrible or there there was another segment that he did and and it was called, I don't know exactly. It was just like, like, are you lucky or something like that? Are you lucky? You feeling lucky punk? I think that's what it was called, where he just had a bunch of random, you know, luck based, 
games, you know, rolling a dice and guessing what number it's going to be or drawing a card and guessing which suit it's going to be and those kind of games. And, and his brother would just guess what it would be. And depending on how he did, he would get a different score at the end. And he usually doesn't do the same game twice and he changes it up, which makes it interesting for each wave of episodes that they do because I don't know what kind of things that they're going to, what kind of shenanigans they're going to get to in this episode. But it makes me want to keep coming back because, I don't know, it's just it's just really exciting to see the new things that they do and come up with. And I think that that's the type of, uh, that's the type of method that you should be bringing into your content that you come up with. You should be switching things out and you should be changing things up. That'll definitely keep the audience engaged. Because if it's just the same thing over and over again, it's going to get real stale and they're going to eventually probably drop off. So constantly change things up. I mean, think about like teachers back in the day. Okay, what were your favorite teachers? Usually the teachers that did things differently, right? You could have a teacher that just every single day you read for about 30 minutes, he lectures for about 10 minutes, and then you do an assignment for the last 15 minutes, you know, something like that. And man, what are you going to do? Are you really going to remember that teacher? Probably not. But the teacher that comes in, and this is this is a good example, my fourth grade teacher, uh, Miss Nixon, she always had something, something up her sleeve, man. Like, for example, there was one day, I don't even know exactly why, but she brought in some cooking equipment and we learned how to make eggs. And there was a step-by-step process that we needed to memorize and we needed to basically fill out a test, but we got to make eggs in class and we learned how to make eggs. And to this day, I learned, I, I could say that I literally learned how to make scrambled eggs because of my fourth grade teacher, Miss Nixon. Isn't that so weird? It's so weird. I learned how to make eggs for my teacher. That makes no sense. Okay, it should have been my parents, but it was definitely my teacher. And I will always remember that for the rest of my life. And there's another day where she brought in a bunch of insects, and we learned about insects and stuff. And I'll never forget that. And there's a lot of other teachers that just don't do that. You just read from the book, and you learn from the book, and it's so lame. And I'll never remember those teachers. I mean, there's obviously teachers that are just eccentric and and, and weird in their own ways, and I'll probably remember them for that. But the stuff that I learned, the content that I consumed as as the teacher presenting that stuff to me, I will never forget that, you know? So that's that's what you should constantly be switching things up. You should be that creator that's switching things up and bringing new ideas into your content. And people are going to always come back because they're not going to know what to expect. So... If I were you, I would be doing that, and that's what I'm going to try to strive to do with my content that I release, and that's definitely what I'm striving to do with my streaming on Finley Ghost. I'm trying to change things up. I'm trying to change the way that I say things and have different little little competitions that the audience can participate in, and I think it just makes things a little more fun, and if you think of your audience is kind of, this might be a weird way to think about it, but, or maybe a bad way to think about it, depending on who you are. If you think of them like children with short attention spans, you should always be changing things up because you can never, like my child, my daughter, 
it is so hard to just keep her interested in one thing for a long time. She's not going to sit down and watch a whole movie without getting up at all. So you got it. You got to switch things up. So you got to switch up the game. You got to have different activities throughout the day. Otherwise, she's going to lose her mind and the day is going to be a dud. But okay, we'll play with sand. We'll go to Target. We'll watch a show for a little bit. We'll play the tickle game. We'll play the hide and seek game. You know, we'll do all these different things. As long as things are switching up, she's probably not going to have enough time to whine and to be disappointed and sad about anything. So if you think of your audience like that, if you're constantly switching things up, you know, they have that short attention span. They need something new because if something new is not happening in your stream, they're going to move on to another guy and basically create their own variety. So, you know what I mean? So, if you're not doing anything new in your content, they're probably going to find someone else and provide that variety on their own. Anyway, I think that pretty much sums up everything that I wanted to talk about. I feel very strong about this. And based off of my past experience, specifically white and pasty, we change things up a lot with our streams we and our videos we we are we were always trying new things to try to keep our audience on their toes and we saw fast growth comparatively to past experiences and it was just a a a big success in my head back in the day from going from zero subscribers to six thousand subscribers because we were changing our streams up we're changing the way that we viewed the audience we would have long streams we'd have short streams we'd have we would decide that we're going to do a 12-hour stream and it's going to be this big event we every time that we reached a milestone we'd release a video of some kind of challenge where we egged each other or something like that it was just a constant switch up game that we played with the audience to keep them engaged as much as possible and that is such a huge part of this whole gig if you're trying to create something in 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 any medium for people to really enjoy and to entertain them you got to change things up you got you can't you can't create a story with literally one plot line you got to have all sorts of plot lines thinking up that you could switch in and out so that once something starts to feel a little stale you can close it up button it out and 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 send it away send it off and then bring in a whole new plot line. Hey, there you go. There's that relation to the to, to, to writing and stuff like that. Hey, hey, I did it. I only needed one. I only needed one. Anyway, let's just finish that 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 topic out. We're done. It's good. I think I said everything that I wanted to say about it. If you guys have any anything else that you guys would like to say about it, you guys can write into inherentlylazypodcast at gmail.com and we can continue the discussion there or or whatever. Or you can reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter. Anyway, next week's topic is finding your voice in your project. Now this one, we're going to see how this goes. I don't necessarily know where I want to go with this topic yet, but I just felt impressed to talk about it when I was driving home from work one day, it's it's so important to find your voice in a project. And specifically, I guess maybe more as a creator. How do you want the audience to portray you? How do you want them to portray that project? You got you to gotta really sit down and figure out your voice and figure out 
how you want them to see things and how you're hoping that they can open their minds to it. You got to get them in the right mind space for either you as a creator or your project. So again, next week's topic, finding your voice. If you guys have anything that you want to talk about in there, if you guys have any tips, experiences with past projects or experiences watching someone's projects and just being very impressed by the the tone that they set and the cadence that they set for their content, go ahead and write into inherentlylazypodcast at gmail.com and I will read them on the show, try to keep them to relatively short comments. That would be much appreciated. So this upcoming week's goal that I would like to accomplish, I would like to come up with one fun, engaging post a day for Finley Ghost alone. Just a really fun, engaging post, something that's super just random, and I don't want them to be super samey. I just want them to feel random and fun and engaging and exciting for the audience. That's going to be my goal for this upcoming week. If you guys want to set your own goals, you guys can write into inherentlylazypodcast at gmail.com. I will read them. We will get you accountable so that you can finally accomplish them. And of course, you could always report on them the following week at inherentlylazypodcast at gmail.com as well. But that's it for everything. Why don't we go ahead and close this B out. If you guys want to support me, you guys could always rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever podcasting service that you'd like. And if you could share it with your friends, that would be much appreciated as well. Numbers have been going up for downloads for the show, and I'm really excited about that. I think I would like to talk more about that probably the first of each month. I think I'm going to start doing that and just kind of share my growth with you guys. I think that'll be like a a monthly report that I think would be exciting and interesting for you guys to listen to. But if you guys want to share the show and rate and review it, that would be much appreciated. If you want to support in an even more major way, you guys could always go to patreon.com slash cherry nuke. You guys can support me on there. And for different tiers that you support me at, you guys could either get the show early. You can get first dibs on comments on the episode topics and segments. And you can also get exclusive rights to voting on topics for the future. And you guys could get some random posts from me as well. Again, that's patreon.com slash cherry nuke. That would be much appreciated. Of course, it's not necessary, but I I would very grateful I would be very grateful for it. And then of course I stream on Twitch every Tuesday and Thursday, 8 30 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Finley Ghost, also on YouTube, and now Mixer as well as OG Finley Ghost. And we have a a fun little community there that you guys could be a part of. Again, there's some little games that we play with doodle projects and stuff like that. Doodle competitions, rather. So, again, every Tuesday and Thursday at 30 p.m. Mountain Time. And if you guys want to follow me, you guys can follow me at Austin L. Killian on Twitter and Instagram. And then also for the gaming stuff, at Finley Ghost. And then for this show specifically and any other project that I'm working on, at Cherry Nuke. And I'd love to see you guys there as well. Again, thanks so much for listening to the episode. I'm so grateful for you guys' support. And I will see you guys next week. You guys have a fantastic week. Bye-bye.